0: and welcome to another episode of Tea with Tammy. Let's jump right into things and discuss last week's poll, which was would you be able to date someone who has the opposite political views from you? And 62% of the votes went to no, absolutely not, nah I'm good and I couldn't agree more how could I be in a relationship with someone who doesn't agree with gay rights um, pro choice um having crazy you know like gun control views or something I don't know just the extreme of of what I am and I, it it could never work. I don't know how to exactly view the other 38%. I don't know if I should say, "Hey, y'all are definitely, you know, a bigger person than I am to overlook those things, but also I feel like you're compromising too much of yourself when it comes to your political views, you know, their social views or immigration views there's education views all lumped into that and it really makes up who you are really and what you believe in so i don't really know what to think of you all who voted for yes but i mean hey to each their own and i i don't i'm not gonna knock you for your opinion all right now that we talked about the poll let's get into this week's messy crazy, ignorant topics that we have at hand. The first thing I want to touch on, and I'm really, I'm still hurt, I'm still frustrated, and I I still, till now, don't have the, the right words or the complete thoughts to even mention it, but let's talk about Suicide Squad. Now, if you follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, facebook anything really you would know that i was hyped i've been waiting on this movie for so long i was waiting on it at the doe and when it arrived at the dough, it damn near i i can't even i don't know the words let's just say i'm thoroughly disappointed but I'm not as disappointed as these critics are because you know these movie critics—they're extremely harsh. I'm definitely not going to rate it a 15% or anything like that. But I will say it was a letdown. Let's go over the certain things, in my opinion, that I think that DC, Warner Brothers, Suicide Squad just got wrong. First out of the two things I'm going to mention is just the script and the storyline and the dialogue. What was that? That script, that dialogue that they presented was trash fam. As I was listening to the conversations, if we could call it that, that these characters were having on screen i was like what is who like are we seriously talking like we're in middle school the words that these characters had to say was dumbed down and it was very unfortunate that these great actors had to deliver such poor lines written at times I was honestly baffled. I was looking around in the theater just waiting to make eye contact with someone to be like, really? Did they just say that? Am I getting punked? Ashton, Ashton, do you have some type of credit in Suicide Squad? But no, Ashton didn't come out. Neither did any other character from that 70s show. And I was upset. But no, that is only half of it. The other half of my first part of my disappointment is the storyline. It made, like, the storyline made no sense to me. The Suicide Squad villain, as we would call it, um, was boring and corny. I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, but... I have to say this, enchantress slash witch lady. No, you got to go. That was a joke. I was I was smirking. I was trying not to laugh in the theater as I would watch Enchantress try to seem intimidating or manipulative or whatever she was trying to be to to seem like a villain. It just it just wasn't working the whole enchantress which part of the movie i could have gone without it made it had it served no purpose it barely fit into the movie it's almost se- seemed like an afterthought it very much felt like it was thrown in last minute and that's not something i want to watch on the big screen when i've been on the edge of my seat anticipating this movie for several months. Which brings me to the second part of what they got wrong in this movie. And it's useless characters. Although I favor the cast, there was certain parts or certain characters in the movie that served absolutely no purpose to the movie on top of that being the witch slash enchantress, we had Croc, who I don't know what sewer did he crawl out of. I was like, can you go back please? Can you go back underground? Because we do not need you above ground right now. We do not need you on set, Croc. You can go swim away. And katana. This this sword toten chick was so weird and awkward. I I was I was cringing when they would put the camera on her. I again would look around and be like, "Ashton, wait a minute. Ashton, wait a minute. Are you going to are you going to pop out behind Katana because Katana seems like a joke." Again, I hate spoiling things, but I have to mention this. There's a scene in the movie where Katana is crying into her sword because her her dead I don't know lover is trapped in the sword I don't even know I don't even want to know it just seemed out of place and they tried to really quickly throw in some backstory of hers in like two minutes and it just didn't work I was like why are you gonna rush these side characters storylines and background stories when you could have just not have had them why waste my time and show me these people and not Take the time to invest in a good backstory for them. I just had so many questions and they were not fulfilled. I got three lines from Captain Boomerang, or I think that's his name. I had half a line from Katana, two lines from Croc, and the witch was pointless. I'm like, damn, this is half of the Suicide Squad. Why? Why are these people here? Suicide Squad could have very much been just Harley. And Deadshot, and I would have been happy, and, but I know there's some fanboys out there of you know DC Comics and Suicide Squad saying no, they had to be there. I love Croc, but Croc was just like some stereotypical black person trapped in a crocodile skin like human body, and yes, he's he's black, but if they would have took the time to invest in a proper backstory for him, I would have been like, Okay, he is some type of ghetto black guy who really enjoys, you know, stereotypical black things, so I understand why his lines are are so stupid in the movie. There's literally a part in Suicide Squad. When they turn to Croc and they're like, I don't even know if they ask him, he just says it. But they ask him you know, oh what privileges or benefits do you want do you want out of saving the world and he's like b e t the hell who what <laughs> i couldn't I couldn't contain myself in the theater. I was like, "Are you kidding me? I said that out loud in the theater. And I, I probably got one shush from the far back corner, but I did not care because I was like, did this fool really say BET? He couldn't even say like a real channel that black people are actually watching these days, like maybe like Vice or me or damn, he could have said VH1. BET, really? You want some BET? Really? And I kid you not, at the end of the movie, he's watching BET in his little sewer-like room, dungeon, and I think he's watching like Tip Drill. It's Tip Drill the music video by Nelly. I'm going to have to go back and see what music video he's watching, but I think it's Tip Drill or some type of chicken and beer by Ludacris or something. But that's neither here nor there. Let's just let's just focus on the positive. Is there anything that you like, Tammy J, about this suicide gang? Well, yes, there there are some things that I did enjoy and I did touch on it a bit, and that is the cast. I really did like the cast selection. Margot, she played her heart out for Harley Quinn and I definitely appreciated her efforts and I even though he's getting some flack for for maybe trying too hard but I appreciated Jared Leto's efforts and I feel like he didn't give the camera time that he deserved when advertising For Suicide Squad, they showed the hell out of Joker. They even showed some Joker moments that didn't even make the movie. Yeah, yeah, they did show some things in some trailers that weren't even in the movie, which was upsetting. But anyways, they marketed this movie as if it was like some type of... Joker movie and the Joker got like three scenes and those three scenes weren't even all that but I did appreciate the effort that I knew was in Jared Leto's heart. I knew he, he had more to to give us and for whatever reason it all got edited out and it's unfortunate. Will Smith, he, he did a great job. I just feel really bad for these great performances And how they're just got so swept under the rug by a poor script, bad editing, and false advertising, really. And even though it should be one of the things that Suicide Squad got wrong, I'm going to say the second thing that Suicide Squad got right Was the marketing They made this movie seem like It was going to be movie of the year They marketed as if It was going to be amazing Like I was saying They marketed like It was going to be a great Joker It was going to be a great storyline It was going to be dark It was going to be gritty It was going to be the best villain movie ever And you know what I got I got I probably got two steps up From the Fantastic Four remake That's not great, people. If you saw that movie, you should know what I'm talking about. Fantastic Four was trash. Let's admit it. Don't let me get all up in that story. But again, I did enjoy the cast. I enjoyed being hyped up for no reason with the marketing. But you just can't get past a stupid script, a bad storyline, useless characters. You just can't. You just can't get over those things. And unfortunately, it gets... It gets a D in in my opinion. I don't want to say that it was horrible, but it definitely was not good or great. Oh, well, I'm over it next. Let's talk about Nate Parker. Nate Parker, great actor. I have respect for this man and his acting abilities. If you don't know who I'm speaking about, He's that guy that was in Beyond the Lights. He was the cop main character. If you didn't watch that one, he was in Great Debaters. He was the kid that had an attitude, you know, rebel, did not listen to Denzel Washington. That guy. If you didn't watch that movie either, he was in Secret Life of the Bees. He was the guy that was trying to desperately marry Alicia Keys. He's that guy. All right, so hopefully by now you have a, an idea of who I'm talking about. And if you haven't seen any of those movies, I'm going to need you to get your life. I'm going to need you to hit up the CD exchange, hit up Project TV or whatever fishing sites that you go on and and research, okay? But anyways, this man recently just made a biopic, Birth of a Nation, about Nat Turner. Now, I'm not going to go into the movie. Let's talk about some petty stuff. The internet just recently found out that this man who is extremely woke because he's making a whole biopic of Nat Turner, um he has a a white wife. Yes, why yes I did say it. A white wife. And apparently that wasn't very well known. And he was, you know, keeping that under wraps. I don't know if that was intentional or he's just, you know, he's just a chill guy who's not trying to put his business out there, which I totally respect. But the internet found out because his wife is having their fourth child together. And uh, so the news was out and Black Twitter was disappointed. Nate Parker just starred in their their millennial their new edition of love and basketball which was beyond the lights and to find out that his wife is white oh man these black girls across the world were like no they took another one no and i get it we love to see these strong black men with black women because it's like, yes, girl, you you get him and you keep him. We need the good ones. But at the end of the day, him having a white wife isn't an issue. People are trying to say he's a fraud. He's He's not as woke as we thought he was. But that sounds so ignorant. And if anything, it should be... I hate to say this, but it really should be looked at from the other side. He should be extremely woke because, I mean, his wife has to, of course, agree with his ideas and his visions and his wokeness to have been with him so long, have four kids with him, and be with him as he's making a Nat Turner biopic. This white woman is on our side. She probably has a Black Lives Matter tattoo somewhere. And I love her already. How could you all, Black Twitter, be so upset that he has a white wife? I don't understand. People were acting like this was an unveiling of him living a double life. When really, he's just been living his life as a normal Black man who is woke and has a white wife and four beautiful kids. Black Twitter, get over it. Get over it! He got a white woman okay so what does that mean i don't understand how are you going to knock his talent and his his progressive efforts in the black community for having a white wife when really he's raising half-white children to acknowledge our struggles and to believe in the in the wokedom in the wokeness in the world props to you nate parker I respect you, I love you, and I feel you. I have a white stepmother, I have a half white sister. My family is blended and I, I love interracial couples, interracial families, interracial everything. We need to come together and stop having this mentality of us versus them when it's really not. We need to come together because that's the only way things are going to go right in this world. Silly rabbits, white women are for everybody. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. I can't I can't say that. Oh my gosh, that's stupid. Anyways. <laughs> All right, moving on which is still much very related to the last topic of Nate Parker. It's Khloe Kardashian. I know you're like, what? How is this? How are we even in the same lane? They're not, but I needed a segue. And we're going to talk about Khloe Khloe Kardashian's Bantu knots. Bantu knots are... I don't even know how to explain them. Google it. It's a black hairstyle. Anyways, Khloe Kardashian decided to step out of her bazillion dollar neighborhood, which has all of her family on it and Drake and Kanye. And, you know, rock this well known black hairstyle. It's been worn by Black China, ironically. Um, Rihanna other people. (laughs) I don't know who. I've just seen the pictures of them recently since Chloe has did it. And Black Twitter once again was like "Mm mm-mm. No, no, no. (laughs) You better untwist those Bantu knots because appropriation! You're whitewashing everything! And it's silly. I understand wanting to, of course, not have our culture whitewashed and not to be oppressed by the majority of the United States, which is white people. But it's a hairstyle that she's enjoying. She hangs around a lot of black people. And I never once thought that Khloe Kardashian or any of the Kardashians really have appropriated our culture. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that comment, but I never thought that they were stealing from us. I always thought they just envied us and wanted to be us. Never once did I hear a a Kardashian or a Jenner say that they invented the hairstyles that they're rocking. We all know that Khloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, wear lace front wigs. We've seen the lace. I, I can spot it a mile away. I know what one looks like. And never once did they try and say like, oh, this is a new hairstyle that I'm rocking. I never heard them once say that. And if they did, point it out to me and point it out to them and correct them. But as for Khloe Kardashian and these Bantu knots, it's a cute little style have your hair up, it's hot, it's summertime, and do you boo boo, I don't understand the stress that black Twitter has put on themselves because a celebrity decided to, to market and to advertise our culture for us. As long as it's not some type of mockery or them trying to claim it as theirs, I don't see what the big deal is. Again, I would like to mention my little sister half black, half white. And sometimes, depending on the season of the year, let's just say winter, she doesn't look as black. She doesn't look as dark-skinned. But she still wears her braids, her ponytails, her whatever styles that are traditionally worn by black girls. I'm not looking at my little sister as someone who's appropriating my culture and no one else should look at her as a, someone who is appropriating or stealing from the black culture. It's someone who enjoys a hairstyle and wants to look cute. I take it as flattery. Go ahead, white girl, wear the hell out of them braids and let these other white folks know that we do it best. We come up with the best hairstyles, best hair techniques, best slay, slay-worthy hairstyles. We, we're the ones. Black Twitter, black people, whoever, whoever is saying Khloe Kardashian shouldn't wear these bantu knots, calm down. Sometimes I think you all are just too woke for your own damn good. You're just too woke. Go to sleep. You still need rest. You'll, you'll, you'll wake up. You'll be woke again. Take a nap. It's, there's no need to be on every every little case. Every little case. Let's worry about these hashtags on Twitter of people's names who are being slain in streets by cops instead of Khloe Kardashian's hairstyle because we've we've got bigger battles to be fighting right now. Give it up on that little petty stuff and start worrying about the real issues. I really had to take the time this episode and talk about these little petty unfortunate disappointing topics suicide squad nate parker chloe kardashian's hairstyle i had i had to touch on it and it's really got me parched and of course you know what i'm about to talk about now and that's the tea of tea with tammy this tea this week is not recommended (laughs) You may get cavities from this tea, but it's delicious, I will say that, but I don't want anyone getting cavities and diabetes on my watch. I really don't want to do that to you all, but I have to say that Pure Leafs Extra Sweet Tea is bomb. Um, It's in the title, it's very sweet, and it... At first, you might be like, mm, I don't know if I can handle this, but then it's just something that you're craving. It's almost like like crack. It's cocaine in your system. And once you drink one drop, you can't stop. So unfortunately, I highly do not recommend it, but man, is it delicioso. I'll give you all the details, of course, on teawithammy.net. So don't worry if you're curious on on the badness that I'm drinking, girl, boy, I'ma have the deets online. And of course we can't forget the playlist that's online too. Please listen and share to your friends the new T with Tammy sound volume sept, which is volume 7. Sept is 7 in French, if you ain't know. I'm counting all of my playlists in French so I can freshen up on my <laughs> on my French because it slipped my brain. I took French in high school and college, but I feel like I know nothing still. And it's very unfortunate because... That means it was a waste of time and money. And so uh, let me let me freshen up. Let me remember some numbers at least. And so that's why each volume looks kind of foreign. Ha ha ha. Pun intended. But um, it's in French. That's why. But this week's playlist, amazing. Um, I'm, I really have a thing of covers and remixes of older songs. Last week I had this nice um, mashup of Brandy's... Um, I'm actually, let's not spoil it. Go listen to that playlist. Listen to that mashup of a Brandy song with another song. And this week, I got some more, you know, twisted covers, mixes, new stuff, old stuff. And it's something you're going to enjoy. So that's on soundcloud.com slash T Or of course, you can just go straight straight to um, net. Continue to download subscribe the podcast on itunes and stitcher radio and of course download listen to soundcloud as well and follow me on twitter follow me on instagram follow on soundcloud follow on facebook follow on linkedin and follow on youtube i think that's all of them (laughs) The list the list seems like it gets longer, but it's still the same damn list. Follow me everywhere. I'm just going to say that every episode now. Follow me everywhere, guys. <laughs> follow the leader. But yes, follow me on all those handles. Um, like, subscribe, download, share. Do everything in your power to make sure Tea with Tammy continues to get sipped. And that's all for this episode. I appreciate you listening to me rant about Suicide Squad, um, Nate Parker, and Khloe Kardashian. Next week's episode, hopefully, I'll have um, a homemade tea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back in this kitchen and do what it do and mix it up. Look at the look at the wrist. And hopefully, um, I can have a video for that too on YouTube. But um, until then, go ahead and sip some tea.